RJ show number four. Who are we? Welcome to your Empire J, your local loving empire of fun, where I share my story and experiences on my journey towards greatness, wherever it may bring us all. Empire J is for me, my family and friends, my partners, associates, clients, customers, all the mentors, teachers, students of life out there, big and small, young and old, from our venerated elders all the way to the itty bitty tiny little babies. Have you found yourself? Do you have what you want? Do you have what you need? Are you headed in the right direction? Is this where you should be? Have you drifted your way here or are you here by choice? Are you your own master yet? Are you in the service of others through a noble cause? Are you dying for something? Are you living for something? Are you satisfied having surpassed your goals? How was your adventure? How is your greatness coming along? Show me what you've made out of your dreams. Show me what you have made of yourself. Show me your legacy. And now, directly from Studio J, here is Dada! Welcome to Empire J show number four. My name is Jay from Empire J, and you are listening to Empire J. <laughs> the uh, topic for this show is going to be about identity. Who are we? Now, it's been a while uh, between Empire J show number three and number four, and there's a reason for that. And it's explained in a future show that I already recorded. But uh, somehow, I had a feeling that there was a reason for the show to be delayed. And uh, today, I think I figured out why this show was delayed by the universe. Let's just say that's what it is. It just so happens that today... When, well, I, I plan to record today anyways, this show number four about identity. And it so happens that at the same, on the same day that I'm, that I plan to record this, I happen to watch two shows that reference specifically identity. So I don't know if, if you believe in the synchronicity or uh, things like that. Well, that's that's how the universe speaks to us. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about identity. What is the importance of find your, finding yourself, knowing who you are? Well, it's the starting key to your happiness. It's... It's how you define yourself with your values. It's investing in the truth of yourself. Um, not the lies that you make up about yourself. Identity is living who you are. It's not making up a character. It's figuring out 
and understanding who you actually are. And why you should find your identity, know who you are, is to have a focused energy. Um, not wasting your energy on fakery. It's knowing when to say yes to what actually pleases you, what makes you happy. When someone comes up to you and uh, asks you to go bowling, well, if you don't uh, don't enjoy bowling, you're not likely to say yes to going bowling. Unless you're saying yes for the wrong reasons. And then if you spend some time doing an activity that you don't enjoy doing and there's no doesn't give you energy well that's on you you said yes you went that's your problem finding your identity is knowing when to say yes and knowing when to say no knowing who you are will get you good at what you love doing what do you enjoy doing in your life If tomorrow morning you wake up and let's say all your bills are paid, uh, you don't have to work, it's like everything's done, all the household chores are done, everything's been taken care of, you have nothing else to do but what you love doing. So what do you do? What is it that you enjoy doing? So you have nothing, if you had nothing else to do in your life, what would you do? And that is the importance of finding who you are, what is your identity, and knowing what you enjoy. So you want to strive and choose a direction towards what you enjoy doing. When you do something you love, you, you might be very, very proficient at it. Now, when you're doing what you enjoy doing, it's not quite like work, is it? You you would do it for free. If everything was taken care of, all your bills were taken care of, you would do what you love just because it gives you energy back. You you feel happy doing it. You you just you would just do it for free because that's what you enjoy doing. Now, how do you find yourself? Well, do you identify yourself with external entities? Is your local hockey team you? Are you your local hockey team? Do you, do you identify or have your ups and downs based on your local hockey team or whatever sports team you have in your city or area? Is that really your identity? Are imaginary boundaries or a fiction like a country, are those things your identity? Do those things compose your identity? If those things disappear, does your identity disappear? If your local sports team is gone, is do, do you are you lost? Do you lose yourself? Country, uh, I call a country a, a fiction, only in a sense, in the legal sense that the boundaries are imaginary. They're not real. 
animals don't know about these borders. They just go back and forth, in and out of a country. It's like the boundary is imaginary. We make these constructs in our own minds. Now, these constructs, is that part of your identity? Does, if, if you, if the nature of these constructs change, do you change? Does it change as you? So where do you find yourself? How do you find your identity? Well, identity is much more internal than external. You can be put in many different situations or environments and um, you'll have your own way of doing things no matter where you are. Now, part of finding yourself is uh, identifying the values that will define your desires, your aspirations, what you enjoy doing, and the values that represent what you don't enjoy. It's defining yourself through your values. It's a way of, of going at it. It's to identify the values and likes to focus the energy on the right things. Get to the essentials, the essence of you and what you are. What do you want? I'm not sure. I just know I'm tired of just surviving. I want more. I want to move up. Figured this was a good place to start. I'm at a bit of a crossroads myself. You hungry? You buying? <laughs> now, who am I? Who is Empire J? Well, I'm many things. I am all and I am nothing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm someone who loves science fiction. Uh, I'm going to talk about science fiction because this will explain to you how it relates to who I am and the values that I hold true. Well, for me anyways, that, that some values I aspire to. Now, I love science fiction. Why science fiction? To me, it's a representation of what could be. It's not what is, it's what could be. It's the potential. It's the value of betterment, exploration, curiosity, evolution, problem solving through intelligence. It's the stimulation of the imagination to dream of wild potentialities. It's the dream. It's, it's to see what could be. Even as a kid, I was a visionary on many possibilities for humans. I would think about all kinds of things that you would find now in any kind of science fiction work. I love technology. I always want technology to solve problems, simplify life. Well, we know that's not always the case. Sometimes it complicates our life. 
Technology for me is a manifestation of science fiction dreams. It's what could be, but is. It's it's what could be, but you have right now. We're we're developing what could be. So it's it's what could be, but become reality. Now computers is my things. I I love computers. I eat computers. I eat computer chips in the morning for breakfast. I I drink computer fluids as a beverage for lunch. I love computers. Why do I like computers so much? Well, I like them because they are very tasty. <laughs> Those chips, man. Mmm, computer chips. Mmm, silicon, so tasty. Well, I was on a com- uh, I was on computers since I was a kid. Everything I did on a computer was self-taught. I realized then that you could do everything on a computer or practically everything. And it represented a physical manifestation of some ideas from science fiction. I had the vision to understand everything a computer would be able to do in coming years. Now that got me tremendously excited because since the 80s, computers have evolved a lot and fast. As computers were able to do more and more, I explored those features and capabilities as they came out. When uh, graphics evolved, I would explore image creation using expanded color palettes. When communication was possible through modems, I learned to connect to BBSs and later on host my own BBS for nine years. When computer sound evolved, I explored making music and digital sound editing later on to now express that expertise through the show among others that's why i enjoyed the music of tangerine dream even back then because to me it was a manifestation of the possibility of electronic keyboards and evolving sound technology to create something new different intelligent in its beautiful complexity Then video came along, and then came exploration of video transcoding, DVD ripping, conversion, DVD video production, and video editing. Now, as, com- as computer features came out and evolved, I slowly dis- like get- got into these various features and capabilities of computers. Because I knew eventually the computers would be able to do what we saw in science fiction movies, let's say or science fiction books. I knew it was coming. That's why I explored everything they could do as they came on as they came out. Now, to me, that's exactly why I love science fiction. It's 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 to understand what you have in front of you and and also understand what it could be and can be in the future simply by understanding how it could evolve. Now, there's other values I hold dear. Um, To me, betterment of people or society is something that that is important to me, that I hold dear. That's why before I was focused on exposing corruption, because 
I want society to evolve, to be better. Um, the truth, integrity. That's what I also hold dear. I like to uh, I like to simplify, decomplex, uh, decomplexify, vulgarizing. I like to take a subject, examine it, and then make the connections, and then bring it down to its simplest form as much as possible. I also like. <laughs> this is a bit weird. I also like status quo. I like things. As much as I enjoy things evolving and changing, I'm also very comfortable with status quo. So that's a little bit condu conducive to maybe laziness. I, it's like I, I enjoy things when they move when I want them to move. Now, historically, I've not been tremendously ambitious. Now, I'm working on that. And why? how I realized that is from a, a, a dating site because they were building your profile. And look, building my profile, after a while, I saw it wasn't a question that was always there. After a while, I went back to the dating site and um, I saw the question of what's, what's your ambition level. Now, that intrigued me seeing that on the website. Because I never really had thought of it. And also, I didn't understand quite what the relevance was to have it on a dating site. Well, I figured perhaps it would be related to women. Because if, if I'm going on a dating site, me, I'm looking for women in my case. Um, and I think the women, instinctively, they, they're resource gatherers. Because they would try to build families and gather resources to build a family. Now, I think looking for ambitious men would be an indicator of a capacity to gather resources. Now, that's how I figured. Now, that's pretty much who I am. I'm a, a technology guy. I'm a science fiction guy. It's like I, I like all these things. I like trying to do something that will improve our life, improve our lot, improve society. That's always something that I found interesting. It's always... It was always fascinating to me. So that's a large part of who I am. And that's largely... Uh, especially computers as part of my current expertise in my work life. So that's, there's many more facets to me, obviously, but that was just to explain a little bit of values, the values of science fiction. Why that, that was interesting to me. Wasn't your fault, was it? I completely lost my way. I've been trying to find who I am for so long, searching for some greater meaning. I don't know who I am, Alfred. Who am I supposed to be? I can't help you that one, mate. You're a man now. 
gotta find your own path. I'm not like you. You've always been so sure of who you are. Oh, I don't know about that. I've been through some very dark places. As of you. You need to find your true north. And let that guide you. What's yours? You. It's always been you. You gotta find something that you really care about. And you protect it at all costs. And when you find it, you'll never be lost again. Now, who are you? How do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? How do you go about doing that? Well, I think you have to explore as many things as you can when you are young. Well, not necessarily only when you're young, but at any age. You have to do or try everything, everything two or three times to see if it's your thing. Sometimes you'll try something, the first experience, it'll be awkward. It might be a sport or something that needs special equipment and it's something awkward uh, and it's or for some reason your first experience will be troublesome or unpleasant try it again two or three more times just get into it and see if you can actually improve your liking to it Now, why do as many things as you can? Well, it's, it's to try all kinds of things in life and then see if you like it. Try it enough times to see if you like it. Try everything that you can. Try new experiences. That is how you find out what you enjoy doing. If all you do in your life is just stay in one spot and never try anything and never have new ideas or never go out and explore new ways of of seeing things or experiencing things while well, you just might be missing out on your life and what you might enjoy. And you might miss out on a potential passion of yours that you had no idea that you would enjoy. You just got to go out there and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Find what you enjoy doing. Do to the point where it doesn't feel like work doing it. So he can live off of that. Live off what you enjoy doing. If you can find a way to live off of what you enjoy doing, it's not really work. It's a passion. Now, it's not always easy following your passion. And I sort of went through this myself uh, just last week, end of May. Went through a sort of identity crisis, and then I figured out that I wasn't following what I enjoyed doing. 
So I switched back a bit, back a bit, and and start doing again what I enjoyed doing. Because I wasn't feeling good when I wasn't doing what I enjoyed doing. When you enjoy what you, when you do what you enjoy doing, you feel good, and you have less diseases in your life. It's the way it is. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> um. You have to find the means to do what you enjoy. If you're not doing what you enjoy, start working towards that. You got to start bit by bit, maybe one hour a day, start doing what you enjoy doing. Start doing it more and more as much as you can. Because when you do what you enjoy doing, abundance comes into your life. Don't explain. Don't ask me how to explain it. It's just the way how the universe works. And I've asked other people uh, about their level of happiness and abundance in their life when they execute what they enjoy doing, and it's absolutely correlated. Now, abundance is not necessarily money. It just means that you have everything that you need. And want it's just it could be food, it could be shelter, it could be friends, it could be love, uh, it could be money, but basically everything the universe will provide when you engage in your passion. Now it's not always instinctive or logical to do so, but you have to work towards it. But you'll know when you're not on the right path because you will not feel well, you will not feel happy. <laughs> Find the means to do what you enjoy. That's all you have to look for. What what does the uh, when you look at the like religious studies or whatever they like the Bible? Let's say the Bible. Let's look at the Christianity. Now I grew up in that, and they're always talking about being happy and and finding happiness. Well, that's. That's the key. You have to find out something you enjoy doing. That's it. That's that's decoding the Bible right there. That's all you have to do. Find what you enjoy doing. That's your. That's it. So you have to try everything. So that's your goal. You gonna shoot me, Harvey? This isn't you. It is. Please don't make me do this. Lee and I belong together. I know. I know how bad you want that. Forget about everything that happened, but you can't. It's not real. <laughs> this is who I am. This is who I've always been. No, it's not. Who you are is a choice. It always has been, it still is. This is who you are. You're the best cop I ever worked with. The best friend I've ever had. If you love Lee, go save her. And then, who are we? As a group, as a collective, who are we? 
as a community, as a, as a people, as a society. Who are we? What's the point of understanding that? What's the point of figuring that out? Well, once you understand who you are and what kind of values are important for you, well, then you associate with people with those common values, common goals and understandings. Now, you don't group yourself with these people with the same understandings to isolate yourself in the bubble. You still have to go out explore meet new people meet explore new ideas explore new experiences but you work with people with the same values the same goals and the same understandings so you essentially have a group of people you work with that have the same direction more or less as you have so as a as a group you can actually come up with something and actually produce something interesting. So you need to find out who you are to find the right groups to be part of or work with. That's one of the importances of finding out who you are, your identity. So find a group, but remain open to exploring new groups, new people, and experiences to learn, evolve, change, adapt your understandings, your values, your tastes, your needs, and your wants. Because what, what you want is going to be based on what you hold dear, what, what kind of values you have, partly uh, from your needs and your tastes. So look for people who who are similar to you, who have the same direction, have the same goals through the same values. Because everything we do is, is uh, it's a lot based on values and, and pretty much guides everything that we do. Because uh, if you hold the value of, well, life isn't important, well, we have a quite, quite different way of operating, don't we? Now, if life, if you value life and, that's, and, and keeping life intact is a value for you, well, sort of guides your behavior, doesn't it? So you have to find out what values are important to you and work with those. You will always fail. Because you'll never change. Maybe. But at least I know who I am. That day by the edge of the river, that was the moment you were reborn. And that was a lie. Your entire persona is based on a lie. And there is nothing you can do to change that. Actually... Maybe there is. One of the side effects of finding your identity, knowing who you are, is confidence. 
when you understand who you are, you're not constantly trying to figure out who you are. You're not always unsure of yourself because you're not going to know how you're going to feel or how you're going to react in such or such situation or activity or whatever it is. You'll know how you're going to react. You'll, you'll know how you feel in different situations. It's not going to be a mystery. Mysteries foment insecurity. If you don't know what's going on, So that's why you have to subject yourself to different experiences to understand how you're going to react to different situations. You're going to know in advance how you feel, how you're going to react. How is, Does it make you happy? Does it make you sad or uncomfortable or whatever it is? So if you know beforehand how you're going to feel doing certain activities, well, it's a little bit like clairvoyance isn't it you you see the future <laughs> confidence is oneself through knowing oneself know how know how you will react in various situations by experiencing them once you have done it you know what to expect of that situation and of yourself Confidence brings clear vision. When you're not clouding your judgment with insecurities and fears and other emotions, well, you, you can see a little bit more clearly of what's going on around you and what you're actually seeing. When you know who you are and you have confidence, well, you automatically you have less bad people around you. Why is that? Well, for example, people who manipulate either consciously or subconsciously, they're not naturally attracted to people of confidence because their manipulation doesn't work with confident people in general. So confidence repulses manipulators in your life. Very interesting. So developing your identity, developing your confidence through that, automatically weeds out bad people around you. You will attract people of what you emanate. If you emanate confidence, it's that kind of people that will surround you. Other people who know who they are. Other people who understand what values they hold dear. People of trust. Because when you know when 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 you know who you are, what you are, you don't have to make up stories. It's pointless. It's it's just like an extra extra coating or extra layer of garbage. You don't need to fake anything. You just be yourself. Someone once asked, uh, once asked me, how do you know when you have true confidence? Well, 
I told this person, I know I have full confidence in myself when if everything burns down around us, I know that things will still be fine. <laughs> it's a little it's a little hardcore and extreme. But basically it's no it's no matter what happens, I know we'll be fine. We'll find a way to do something. We'll find a way to survive. We'll, we'll find a way to make it work. So part of that is also letting go of material stuff. So when you're, when you're not afraid that everything will burn around, burn down around you, well, you, you'll have nothing physical left. So that's, a gauge maybe perhaps to know if you're ready to let go of physical stuff physical items i don't know it's just me i just it's just a funny answer i came up with when i was asked a question how do you know when you have real confidence well <laughs> now confidence has different levels but uh maybe uh anyway, we can go that through through that another time so find your identity do all kinds of crazy stuff in life and understand who you are, what you are, what are your limits, what are your comfort zones, what are your capacities, capabilities. You have to explore all this. Someone asks you, hey, let's uh, go bike, uh, you know, all the way uh, through the province or the state. Well, if you've done it before, you'll know if you can do it or not. Some people can, some people can't. Well, you have to know your limits. You have to understand what you're capable of. You got to do all kinds of stuff. Do everything. Try everything. If you don't know what to do, just take random courses and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just just follow follow people. And when they invite invite you to do something you've never done, in a matter you've never done it, well, just go. Just say yes. Just like the movie uh, Yes Man. Look it up. You'll see. It's a funny movie. It's, uh, it's a little life lesson in there. Just go with the flow. Go where life brings you. Don't resist. Go on your own path. But don't fight it. Follow the flow. So find your identity. Find your confidence. But if having the virus allowed Gotham to embrace its worst self, the cure should remind us there is always hope. A chance to remember who we can be rather than who we are. I want to play you a clip from one of the shows that I saw today pertaining to identity. It was a large theme about identity across this last episode of Gotham season three. Now there's many scenes with many characters that relate to finding oneself, knowing oneself and identity. It's, it's the, that was the whole theme of that particular show. Now listen to the following clip and I'll comment. You wouldn't understand. Why? Because I, I'm, I'm not desperate to believe in something? Because you don't believe in anyone or anything but yourself. It's called surviving. 
And unlike you, I know who I am. I don't need anyone to tell me. What are you even doing here, Selena? You don't give a damn about Alfred, and you sure as hell don't care about me. I know you better than that. Yeah. I thought you did. Have a nice life. Now, what I found interesting in this particular clip is that Bruce is talking to Selena and he's telling her that he knows her, but at the same time in other clips in the show, he's he doesn't know who he is. And Selena responds saying, well, I thought you did. And you realize that Bruce didn't quite really know her. Well, that's one of the things when you know who you are, once, once you've gone through that experience of understanding yourself, well, you will be able to understand other people. You will be able to see them better instead of doing this gaffe that Bruce did. He was just, you know, saying nonsense because he didn't really see her for who she really was. Finding yourself will be able to also see who other people are. So that's what I found interesting in that particular clip. There, there's lessons in what. Sometimes there's little lessons, little nuggets you'll find in different different shows, different uh, things you see in movies or or TV. The the messaging is there. You just have to be receptive to it. Now there's multiple levels of messaging in movies uh there's you know face value story and then there's there's like a the, the archetypes and 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 like overarching stories and themes and concepts but you know if you're not aware of these things well it's it's okay you can like there's various levels at which you can enjoy a movie or a story or a tv show whatever so i thought it was very interesting in this particular clip that someone thinking that they know someone else when they don't even know who they are themselves and that's that's the point that's when you don't know who you are you won't be able to to un truly understand who other people are so the point is find yourself and you will understand other people better look you know as well as i do i would never have graduated if you you made a mistake there isn't a man among us who hasn't been young enough to make one nevertheless you did what you had to do you did what you thought was best I just made sure that you listen to yourself. So in conclusion, what's the important the importance of identity? Well, find your identity, find out who you are. Then you'll understand who other people are. You will understand how you can be happy, what you enjoy, what makes you happy. Pursue that. And go forth with it. That's your key to happiness. You knew what you had to do. I just made sure that you listened to yourself. Get in touch with your empire. Get in touch with your personal power. The website, the source of all that is Empire J, is empirej.net. To subscribe and listen, search for Empire Space J on iTunes or podcast app 
Google Play Music and TuneIn. Slash EmpireJNet on SoundCloud.com and MixCloud.com. Subscribe and watch the Empire J channel on YouTube.com and Vimeo.com. Contact us slash EmpireJNet on Facebook.com, Twitter.com and Instagram.com. Email address is j at EmpireJ.net. Empire J is listed on BaladoQuebec.ca and PodQuebec.com. PodQuebec.com, 100% podcast, 100% from Quebec. All the links can be found in the contact section of the EmpireJ.net website. That's Empire, the letter J, dot net, slash contact. My end music is called Point of Departure, originally composed by Nikros in 1995 on the Progression Music Disc. This is the remix done by Sleeper Spaceborn in 2008. The remix is very nice. It's very slick, very classy, compared to the original very energetic uh, composition from 1995, which you can listen to as the first background track as I start speaking on the show. Now, why Point of Departure? I chose this track because Point of Departure, that's where you start. You start with your identity. Your identity is your Point of Departure. That's where you start. And you can go from there after that. And then you can start helping others. That's how it goes. Now, please enjoy Point of Departure by Sleeper Spaceborn.
Empire J. 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 Empire J.